Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Bizarre Junkies React Show. I'm your host, as always, Austin Alvarez. We got Jory on the on the decks today. Jory, you have to say hi this time. What's up, guys? See, he has a voice. He's he's real. He's real. But you know who else is real? Our guest today. We have the host of the Pink Pill Podcast, Miss Jamie Lynn. Jamie, thank you so much for hi. coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, Austin. I'm happy to be here and talk about some scary shit. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't touch this Ouija board behind me. So I, I wouldn't touch it. Start. No, he tried to make me touch a Ouija board. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I didn't try to make you. Consent <laughs> is a, a thing here. I know. He didn't try to make me do it. He did. But he did. Like, it did get very close to me. And I was like, no, thanks. But now, so it's on your side of the room. It is on my side yeah. of the room. I will take that for you i'll keep it on my side keep all the bad energy over here but uh so have you you haven't been on a show like this before have you i haven't no it's an interesting show so what we do here is my producer francisco culminates a bunch of videos creepy videos that he finds on tiktok and instagram and we just react to them okay today's a little different because normally i can see with each one like a little bit about it so i can read about it this one we have nothing we're going in blind on all okay i'm ready for it okay let's go all right (laughs) <laughs> let's see some weird shit. <laughs> all right. So let's take a look at this first one then. Okay. Uh, all I can see right now is this real estate agent is making a video for a house tour when this was captured. Real estate agent is making a video for a house tour when this was captured. Wow. It's 10 p.m. and my day was fully booked. Mm-hmm. That's show us this beautiful vintage night. So she forgot her lines. Wow, it's 10 p.m. and my day was fully booked with showings of this vintage 1963 bungalow. Oh no, the door just opens. <laughs> Hello. Oh my Jory, are you going to go check that out? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> She's just standing there. I would have been running out the door. Yeah. When people challenge spirits, things tend to go bad, is what it says. Open this door. Oddly specific. I feel 
like she's done this before. Yeah, she's a little too calm. Yeah. Go ahead, do it again. I'm not scared. What, what 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 was that? The fire alarm yeah, fell? Yeah, so the fire, like the monoxide detector fell off the ceiling. But telling by how old that house is, it probably just did it on its own. <laughs> I don't know. Man, that looked trippy. Yeah. I got goosebumps just watching that. Yeah? Yeah, I did. I don't know. That kind of stuff really freaks me out because I don't know. Have you ever had supernatural encounters? Jamie, uh, we did a, an entire ghost hunt on this channel back in October. I do remember like seeing bits and pieces of that. Yeah, well, I I experienced a lot during that. Did you really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We caught some stuff on camera too. Okay, I don't know if I saw that. I'll have to send you a link because it's okay. it's a good. We put a lot of time into it, and I'm really proud of the the product we put out there. Mm -hmm. But when we start the the investigation, it's just myself, Travis, George, uh, Christina, our producer, and then Brian, our PA along with Brian Hopkins and the owner of the saloon. We're sitting in the bar and that's it. Everybody that's everybody is gone. It's just that group of people. We begin to do the investigation and I hear like footsteps in like the service hallway. And I'm like, "Do you guys hear that?" And all of a sudden I ask I ask, "Are you here or are you in the back?" And then you hear something fall. Mm. So they go and check that out. As they're checking that out, I'm sitting in with no cameras or anything. I'm sitting in there with Brian Hopkins and I'm looking kind of at the corner of the bar. And as vividly as I see you, I see a face looking back at me Oof, in the dark, like in the, and I could see it perfectly. And I was like, okay. And then I see a shadow figure walk from the bathroom door to the front of the bar. Oh my God. And that was the beginning of the night. I would have bolted. Well, no, we're there for Jamie I, content. I know, I know. I'm not, <laughs> not, I'm not down for the content. I'm out the door. You don't want to do the next one with us? I, no, no, thank you. Damn. Like, I'll watch from afar. I'll okay. be a lawyer. Yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah, so I've had, I've. that was when I really had some experience. I had like maybe one when I was younger, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. But then, like, I was still a skeptic. Went there and I was like, oh, okay, no. I'm no, I very much believe in this stuff. That's why I just don't want to be around it. <laughs> like, You're like, I, I, like, I already it. know. I don't need to see it. You know? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's move on to this next one that says Poltergeist caught singing Sesame Street. Well, who's filming this first? It, of I think all? it's a ring doorbell. Okay. Well, the tonality is great. Let me just say yeah, yeah, that. no, they're great. On Jory, point. I think you need to sample this. Yeah. Are you sure that this is not like? I'm always skeptical when I watch some stuff like this. I'm like, how do we know that that's not picking up on a sound somewhere else? Very true. But the lights are kind of odd, right? Like, yeah, I'm thinking there's... there's Those the, are like orbs. Well, and there's a thing called the fae, which are supposed to be like fairies, which are like a 
pretty well believed in thing. Why do ghosts always sing creepy kid songs? Um, I have a theory about that. I'll tell you after okay. after this video. Yeah. It's a good melody though. That's probably why. It's probably stuck in their head. Mm. Even in the afterlife, they're like, hey, can't get this out of my head. And that doesn't, the lights don't seem faked to me. Oh, now it's hailing. They could have triggered bad weather. That's a little I guess. crazy. That is... That's trippy. Can you imagine that being your home and the owner? Like, I keep oh. saying I would be pissed if I bought a house and then it's... I'd be like, no, I'm not getting my down payment back. Are you kidding me? Like, I'd be mad. Yeah, I would be too. I would be moving right out of that house. I wouldn't be moving. No, I would be like, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> we're going to figure this out. I'm going to fight you assholes. <laughs> like, stop haunting my house. I mean, can you make them? I guess you can make them go away, right? But... So the one encounter I did have, um, and I'm not religious at all, but we used holy water and like it stopped. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, okay, I guess there is a way. Yeah. Some water. I've watched like, oh God, there was this one documentary on Netflix where these like two like it was a it was a man and a wife and they were like the exorcists of the the warrens yeah I yeah, think yeah, yeah. So. Adam, yeah so that's what like the conjuring films are yes, based on and all yes. that yeah yeah and i was like i watched a little bit of that i couldn't get through it because no. i was like i don't i don't need the shit in my head <laughs> i don't need it in my and head i'm like i don't want no. I, that's exactly what i was thinking and i was like i gotta go to bed after this like <laughs> good luck you gotta ask next time you see george just be like how do you deal with because he's the one who mostly does bizarre junkies be yeah like, how do you deal with this he's gonna be like i can't he doesn't no like he was telling me that like when he takes a shower yeah and he because he, he wears glasses and contacts he gets out he's like afraid he's gonna see something oh my god yeah i would be like i would be too i don't know i i just think the supernatural realm is like realer than this realm and so when there's like a breach or something right. like that it's like like why can't it be more positive why is it always like the negative shit so here's here's a theory that i've adopted from somebody else and is that because i always go why do we hear or see like victorian era ghosts or like slave plantation ghosts yeah and i think the reason why is because people died more violently back mm. then and the theory that i believe in with the paranormal is that because we all have energy if you were like, let's say somebody comes in here and, and murders us all in like a horrific way, our energy is now coded in these like mm -hmm. on these walls. I believe that, yeah. So because people were dying more violently back then, you start to see that as opposed to people now, they die in comas or they die, you know, in their sleep. They're not dying as horrifically or as violently as they were back then. Mm -hmm. So that's why you hear a lot of like old creepy songs or like creepy sayings and stuff like that because it's from that time period. Mm. Well, that's 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 a, probably a pretty accurate theory, actually. I believe in like energy being like trapped and stored, and like I think they even like tested it and like could show like um, that even like your car has memory, like the material in your car holds memory. 
Interesting. I've heard yeah. the whole water has memory thing. Well, there's this there's this really cool like psychological experiment that was done with rice and with water. I don't know if you're familiar. Before, before with you continue, it. by the way, Jamie Lynn is a therapist and yeah. a, a woman of science, but also a woman of faith, so she gets like both sides here. Yeah. <laughs> but sorry, yeah. please. No, continue. no, no, that's okay. So there was a so when I was going to school psychology and we learned about this study, just uh, the observer effect and then just the power of the spoken word. So. The spoken word, actually, this one wasn't even, okay. They take, they take uh, water and they freeze it and they just have you speak negatively to the water. So, and what happened is, is the water would crystallize and like these really, uh, like the, the water that was spoken to, like, you're so ugly, you're so this, I hate you. Uh, crystallized, and you can Google this, crystallized in a really uh, gross kind of way, uh, like kind of jagged, really gross, kind of spiky. But the water that was spoken to with love and beauty turned into a snowflake. Oh. Beauty, it crystallized, uh, absolutely beautiful. And then not only that, but they did this with rice too. And the rice experiment was even more interesting because they put a clear jar and they put one rice rice seed i don't know what it is rice one grain, grain guess, one yeah. grain of rice and one capsule and another grain of rice and they, and they didn't speak to it they just wrote ugly beautiful on it or like love or hate on it it was just the written word and then the the rice that had hate on it or ugly on it turned brown and the rice that didn't was just white and beautiful Wow. And that's just the observer effect. It's absolutely, and you can look this I stuff pulled up. up. Go, Jory, yeah. if you want to pull it up. So I have, I'm not going to play the video, but you can yeah. see from the thumbnail on the computer that this one left here is says disgusting. Mm -hmm. The middle one, which is symmetrical and everything says Isn't love. Isn't that beautiful? And then this one says evil. I feel like this is more me. Like this is me when I don't have the <laughs> coffee in the morning. This is but, me when I first wake up. This is me when like Jory and I are playing music together. I'm like, yo. But you know what I like absolutely love about this is like I use this so much with what I do like because how much do we speak negatively about ourselves all day long? Yeah. And if you, if you do that to just water, can you imagine what that does to the inside of your body? Like I, you got to think like long-term health conditions too. Like right. could, could that cause cancer? Could that cause things like that if that's what it does to water? You know, I don't know. Just food for thought. But anyway, you know, I'm getting sidetracked. Well, no, because I remember in, in – um, I took – uh, AP bio, mm -hmm. um, in my senior year. And we did a, an experiment where we would, we would introduce different variables into these plants growing mm -hmm. this one kid who I think he's going to like Harvard now. So it makes sense. Um, he was like, I'm going to talk to these ones nicely. I'm going to talk to the, and like, I remember him because <laughs> he, his were set up next to mine and he come in and be like, I love you and you are amazing. And the other one, he'd be like, I wish you would die already. <laughs> oh, and sure God. enough, they didn't grow as well. Yes. And the ones that he talked well to you know, grew and flourished yeah. and everything. So I totally understand what you're referring to. Yeah. Here. And the words they're on a frequency of vibration. Right. So, and that's what we hear a lot about here is like low vibrational people mm -hmm. beings. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, I'd imagine, I don't know, would ghosts be low vibrational? Not necessarily. Um, but like low vibrational beings are, are like people that you're like, I can tell that there's something low off about you. I feel like, like you ever get that feeling where like somebody's like staring at you in the back of your head and you turn around and they are, Yes. That's because they're sending you energy. That's because right. you picked up on an energy. Now, there's no way to know that. That's just something that you feel. But we all have that kind of like intuition, that way of sensing things, that that energy that's being like that energy, that frequency carries information and your brain picks up on that. 
That's, man, what, quantum physics quantum is what physics I'm getting people, into now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the evolutionary yeah. psychology and all that. Yeah, I mean, jumbo. I'm not like I'm not a you know where I stand with some I of that know. shit. But um, and we've had them on the show as well. So I, but yeah. the, you know, I I understand both sides, but I kind of lean more towards your side where I'm like, it doesn't Look, have to be like that. I don't discount evolutionary psychology, but they have taken that and gone wild. With yeah, it, yeah, they take they t- they taken it and they're like, this is our Bible. I'm like, it's okay, yeah, read it and yeah, apply they're like, it to those I, terms. I get to sleep with multiple women because of evolution. And it's like, no, that's just a lack of self-control. <laughs> like, that's what that <laughs> There's is. There's other issues at play <laughs> That's here. what that is, okay, buddy? Like, and do you think for a minute that a woman is just doesn't want to have sex with anybody ever again? Like, get out of here. Get Like, please. Just, they're just making yeah. shit up at this point yeah i mean i eat a lot of taco bell because of evolution like you know it's gonna help <laughs> me progress not the lack of self-control or discipline or anything like that but <laughs> all right jory let's get to i the do love one. taco bell taco bell is too Fuck, good what's it, your favorite taco bell meal uh, i so I, i'm kind of uh, i'm very basic Are in you? all aspects okay. like sex life regular life taco okay. bell i'm kind of basic so i always get the cheese quesadilla but you have to get the extra sauce okay on it and then i get that and then the nacho nacho bel grande I, nachos bel grande is my thing yes and that and the mexican pizza see i, I wasn't really too big oh, with that, but i love the mexican but pizza that, and then, oh they have like a new bo- jory have you had this they have like the new box it's like six bucks no but and it comes with i forgot what it's called but it's like the tortilla around the taco mm. And then it, and then you can get a oh burrito. like the gordita yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I get that it has that and then the burrito this is all one box. Burrito. Taco Bell should be get... a sponsor on this podcast. We're plugging yeah. it so yeah. hard right now. Yeah, please, please. Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks to our actual sponsor, Puffy Slippers. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's that's always my go-to. Yeah, is that? And then my little one loves the he he loves the cheesy roll-ups. Oh and like yeah, two those of those. Are good. Just, but it's basically just a quesadilla. Like yeah. Let's real here. But yeah. uh, this next video says, uh, what does it say here? It says, the haunting of the mine. And it looks pretty creepy. Yeah, the mine already looks creepy. <laughs> Y'all are not going to like this. It was a Saturday night when a man decided to go caving alone. Can you full screen this, please? As he stepped inside, a breeze engulfed his body. And all he could smell was rotting flesh. But continued deeper and as he focused into the depths in front of him out came a sound do you hear that sounds like uh what is that wind i've seen this one this one's creepy can you i don't know if you can hear that on the camera stopped he is shocked and unable to process what is going on he steps further this was a mistake well oh i don't know what that is that doesn't sound like wind but that's crazy what is that don't know if that's a bird or it sounds like somebody's whispering yeah like snakes but Oh God, no! Oh. Fuck no! We can't get you in there. Just no way! No. Creepy. I don't know what that is. I'm getting good. Jory, not you either. Let's get out of here. Nope. Never. As the sound intensified, he turned around and left. This is why they say ignorance is bliss. Because Frank had no idea how much danger he was in. Let me show you my favorite comments on his video. 
My Frank does not have time. <laughs> Did he Best say it? Flashlight review of all time. Because he was doing a flashlight review. Make sure, guys. If you go into a cave alone and you hear this, turn around because something. What are they saying? I, I don't know, but it's just the creepy factor yeah. of them whispering. So there's another good one where this guy are is... Are they trying to warn him or are they trying to freak him out? It could be... So have you heard the different types of hauntings? Like there's a residual haunting, mm -mm. which is, means like the entity there is stuck in a loop. Mm. So it could just be them stuck in a loop of like they're whispering the same thing over and over again. So like if if, if somebody is like... If the spirit is being haunted, just curious, mm -hmm. like like how this effect like do they pass over into heaven or hell or they're stuck here on earth i don't know um i would say that they're stuck mm -hmm. because that's why they're still there so that would be like purgatory kind of like in between yeah like or unfinished business or like the fact of like oh like too much of my energy is here how do you I get can't... somebody to pass over can you make them pass over i mean or are they just stuck here for forever maybe God, that would be terrible. We'll never know till we die, and then even then we probably still won't know. <laughs> <laughs> probably still won't know, and then Jory will be telling me, like, dude, don't do it. <laughs> uh, all right, so this next one. Let's see here. This one says, a terrifying story of a real-life encounter with a gnome. are far more common than you might think, and they aren't very pleasant. Let's get into it. A singular person left me a comment saying, do you have any gnome stories? George's looking at me. You've never heard of gnomes? So you can count this video as being by popular demand. Okay. Our first terrifying gnome story starts in 2004 when Tammy moves into a rural farmhouse in Porterville in California. So oh my God. That's not far from me. And as time went on, she realized that this feeling was particularly prevalent when she was around or near or in the barn. The barn was in a I love her accent. area of mm -hmm. the 100 acre property and she also noticed that their many animals wouldn't go near the barn. They would wander around the property but the barn seemed to be off limits. The more Tammy observed the more she realized that even wildlife stayed away from the barn. Neighborhood strays didn't take shelter in the barn and her own dogs would sometimes bark really excitedly growling at the barn running around it as though there was something inside it. And then she began to hear noises coming from the barn, like growls and grunts and squeals. And then she noticed that some of her animals would go missing and she thought this has to be to do with the barn. And then Tammy had a run in with something that was completely unexpected. She was unloading the shopping one day and she kind of saw something out of the corner of her eye and she turned and there was nothing there. And then it happened again. She saw something out of the corner of her eye and this time it was accompanied by this horrible cackling insidious laugh and then she saw it tammy described the creature as a three foot tall humanoid creature she said that it had a beard it had a red pointy hat and it was wearing black baggy trousers and it was standing there with these black deep set eyes just staring at her and her son and then this creepy little bastard started to laugh this really deep chuckle and it smiled and revealed that it had a set of like brown pointed teeth. At this point, Tammy was like, absolutely fuck the shit I'm out. Grabbed her son and legged it into the house. She runs into the house, slams the door. She's telling her other children what she's just saw. She's panicked, she's gasping, she's frightened. All the while, that chuckling sound is still coming from outside. And then the family turned to the window 
and they see the top of this little pointed hat bouncing by the window and this window is eight feet off the ground so either this gnome is on stilts or it can levitate i don't know which one it is and that's I pretty know cool which one is more that's nuts this would be the only direct sighting that tammy caught of this gnome however poultry continued to go missing off the farm she was convinced that the gnome was like eating her chickens and she would hear the chuckling sound quite regularly and the dogs would bark and howl at night time regularly at the barn so she believed that this gnome lived in the barn but that's not the end of the story it gets weirder i'd forgotten how good this story is so tammy moves out of the house she moves kind of a mile down the road still along the same stretch of river and at night time she's still hearing the thump 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 running of little feet around the house she hears the cackling sound she has stuff go missing it continues but the family that move into her house they also see this little gnome for this new family as soon as they move in they start hearing this like singing chanting horrible voice outside the windows then they start hearing laughing jory i would have had this solved in about five minutes one night i would have unloaded into this thing right. yeah <laughs> unloaded reload unloaded again and this gnome is standing by their pond takes a koi out of the pond and just shoves it in its mouth aren't gnomes it. small this yeah that's what they're saying is like like how is it gonna take a koi fish and eat a chicken we're not doing this like it's, right? it's probably like the size of like an ostrich for us a gnome yeah the gnome is the the chicken to the gnome is like an ostrich to us oh okay so he has like a whole meal there yeah after everything was removed he said that one night he heard this creature throwing a tantrum like angrily shouting and raving in this sort of garbled language. Do you ever sometimes have just a moment of deep personal reflection and realization? I am 34 years old and I am telling stories about a gnome terrorizing two families. Telling those stories on the internet for free. Uh, unbelievable. And if you want to hear the full details of this sordid tale, and I know you do because who doesn't want to hear about a gnome terrorizing families then you can listen to episode number 78 of my podcast all right or you could listen to uh this episode right now with jamie lynn and i um <laughs> yeah so that's uh i've heard about gnomes before um i'm not too familiar with them i only like i have no gnome experience i just remember like when i was a kid one of my favorite cartoons was a gnome which was I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> You're like, I like this though. I, it was like a bunch of no's that I liked. I did like it. it was like was it very, the Smurfs? No, it wasn't the Smurfs. It was it was like way before your time, I think. That's. I wasn't gonna age you, but gnome cart to what like the 80s? Um, 90s? no, it had to been the 90s. Like, um. Oh. Uh, why do I think is it's not it's, Maya? Is it this that one? Do you want to pull it up? Yeah. Wait. World of David the Gnome. Yes. That's what, yeah, that's what David this is. the No. That's what this is. On, oh. Uh, oh, this is taking me back. Yeah, that, that was Nick. It was on Nickelodeon. Yeah, that and Maya the Bee. Those were my things. Maya the Maya Bee. The bee. What is Maya the Bee? That was why well, she was a fucking bee, and her name was Maya, and she buzzed all around, <laughs> and I loved her. That I loved My Little Pony. Um, those were the those were my jams. Care Bears. 
<laughs> my I had to. Uh, my girlfriend bought like the set. There's like we have like a box yeah. in our house, and my kid wants to play with it so bad. Yeah, and she's like, "Don't fucking touch my cameras." <laughs> I <laughs> love that stuff. It's just like it's very nostalgic for me. Yeah, you know, bringing it all back. Even seeing that picture, I was like, "Oh, doesn't it just take you back?" No, because I well, it I takes never saw me back. It takes me back to my grandma. Jory, what room. cartoons were you watching? Oh, all the Nickelodeon shows. You know, um, what's what's a good one? Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking like. You know, a little bit older, but like fairly odd parents and mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Yeah, Rug, the good old good old Rugrats. Jamie's probably like, oh, I, really I like Rugrats. Okay, so Rugrats, yeah. you know, but the other one, she's like, oh, I don't like, know what that is. That's, yeah. You're too busy living a life as an adult at that point. <laughs> uh, okay, so this next one uh, says, killed by deodorant. Okay, all right. Uh, we can full screen this one, Mr. Jory. That deodorant can kill you? 16-year-old Thomas was found discolored and unresponsive on the landing outside of his room. Paramedics rushed to the scene, but nothing they tried brought the teenager back. Everyone was stumped. There weren't any signs of trauma. There were no puncture marks. His body wasn't giving a single clue as to how he died. The boy's autopsy didn't say too much either. The examination was inconclusive. It wasn't until weeks later when tests came back that the coroner found a deadly level of butane gas in his system. Investigators searched the boy's room to try and figure out how in the world this happened. There, they found their answer. Scattered all around the disheveled room was 45 cans of spray-on deodorant and majority were empty. An interview with the boy's mother shed further light on the circumstances. According to her, Thomas hated taking showers. He would instead spray himself incessantly from head to toe with deodorant and would follow it up with aftershave. He would normally go out in the open to do his spraying, but on this particular day, he was in a hurry. He accidentally gassed himself out from spraying the aerosol in his bedroom. The effects were immediate. He only made it out of his room before he collapsed. So what I'm taking away is shower, kids. Wow. I didn't even think that that was possible. Well, yeah. I mean, it's fumes, and if you leave yourself no ventilation, yeah, you're probably not going to be. He killed himself with deodorant. That's poor. Yeah. Can you imagine being his mother, and that's the way like your son passes away? Oh, oh, same video. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Sorry. Yeah, like that's got to be like a Darwin Award. That's horrible. I just, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. That's horrible. Have you ever thought about like what would happen if the moon like crashed into Earth? Um. No, like how I haven't. Catastrophic, it would be. It would be pretty catastrophic. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be an extinction event for sure. But yeah, well, we had like a meteor hit. We've had plenty of meteors. We've yeah. been pelted all the time. But this yeah. video uh, I'm about to show you is a POV of if the moon. If it hit Earth. Yeah. Like oh it's God! Somebody ring. like, oh Jesus. Let's let's definitely full screen this one, Jory. This one's great. I saw this one the other day. This one's intense. So you can see stuff starts getting pulled towards it. Oh, yeah, because the gravitational pull, huh? Yep. Oh, wow. That's not something I would have thought, you know? Oh, wow. And because the moon is responsible for our tides, that gets all messed Mm. up. I'm going to mute the music so we don't get demonetized, Jory. Because people like to demonetize. They're quick to throw it around, too. So, yeah. I mean, the theory I've heard, though, is that our 
orbit would prevent this from happening because mm. it would just get shredded and then turn into like rings like around Saturn. The moon one? Yeah. Because oh, of how, how? How, how our gravity works. Oh. I, I'm, I'm not a physicist. Um, I'm not a, a, an astrophysicist either. So I couldn't be super detailed, but I remember reading about like this probably wouldn't happen because of the fact that the the gravity would just shred it and then it would become it's debris a, around. It's such a scary thing to think about, but such a like it, like our whole universe is a weird thing to think about. Mm-hmm. We're on a like I've always thought that this was weird. We're we're living on a ball that's floating in the middle of nowhere, but it's like when you go around the ball, you don't feel like you're upside down. Right, because of how and this is the thing like flat earthers are always like, "Oh, well then how come you know, I'm not upside down if I'm on if I'm in Australia. It's like, how big do you think you are in comparison to this giant mm-hmm. globe we're on? Mm-hmm. And it's just because of how small we are mm-hmm. in terms of the atmosphere and the Earth. That yeah, it doesn't feel that way. Yeah, no. And I went to Australia and I didn't feel upside down. <laughs> you know, you probably felt weird because it was like an, an entire day ahead. But I did feel a little weird. I actually got a little sick for like when I landed. But there. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was from like the pressure. Or? I think it was a pressure. I'd never been on a, a plane that long before, so oh, I think that that was yeah. probably part of it. Plus, I was like kind of scared too, so it was probably like anxiety as well. Yeah. But so it, I, yeah. here, Earth is getting tormented though. This is that is that's a gnarly thing to think about. I feel like this is what people think about when they think about end times. Like that's what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And end times are really just when Taco Bell gets rid of the Mexican pizza beforehand. <laughs> That's the real end for times. For me, possibly, yeah. Yeah, you were like, I, they how did, do I... They did discontinue it yeah. for a period of time. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I remember, I'm not proud of this, but in high school, I remember the quesarito came out. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh-uh. There was a burrito wrapped in it. Yeah, Jory remembers it. It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. My Taco Bell was like, yeah, we're probably going to get rid of them. I would like to think I kept it in business. <laughs> how often I was ordering them in high school. But I was, and then they eventually got rid of it, and I was—I didn't know what to do with myself. Same thing with the snack wrap at McDonald's. Oh, I like the snack wrap. They're bringing yeah. them back, but now it's not going to be the same. Really? Yeah, it's going to be they like keep... processed. Oh, really? They did the like McRib thing too. They would take it away, and then yeah, they bring it back every February. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, which Jory, I don't know, but that feels a little racist. But they up. only bring it back during February. <laughs> it's real timely to bring the ribs back <laughs> during Black History Month. Like, come on. Damn, that's kind of... Yeah, have you never noticed that? <laughs> no, I haven't, but I'm like, dude, that's kind of like shit. Yeah. That's like Hillary Clinton when she was like trying to like... Did you guys see when she was like running for president and she went on like the Boy, did I club? ever. I may or may not have campaigned for her. Did you then. really? Yeah, not her specifically, but she, I was... She did this really like, uh, oh my God, she was like doing the most. She went on like the Breakfast Club, which is like a predominantly like, you know, African-American Isn't that podcast. the one with, um, it's like on Sirius, right? Charlemagne. Yeah, Charlemagne and everybody. Right? Yeah. Well, she went on that podcast. <laughs> what? Yeah, she went on while she was running for presidency. And I don't know if you remember this, Jory, but Charlemagne. How are we doing my cool cats? <laughs> Charlemagne asked her, he's like, what do you have in your purse? And she's like, hot sauce. And I was like, that fucking is so she's like look at my hot sauce and i was like i can't i cannot with this girl she's pandering she's pandering i would have had more respect if she was like i got a glock in here i'd be like yes i was like that is i just it it was so fake to me it read so fake so staged i was like i just literally can't she's trying to be more what if she said something like i got black and milds in here like like, (laughs) what and a a fifth of hennessy oh my god (laughs) you always know i got that henny on me (laughs) you're like hillary what are you doing 
Oh God, that's oh, awful. Yeah, I hate pandering. I also hate like um. It was just so fake. Like everything about like it just doesn't read genuine, you know. Yeah. And it's like, girl, you do you, but that ain't you. Yeah. You what know? is it called? Oh, virtue signaling. I hate that. Oh, I I'm, I'm gonna, on board with you there. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the whole like I'm not picking sides, but with the whole thing going on over in Israel. Yes. People are like, free Palestine. There, I did it. Yeah. It's over, and it's like, no, that, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. They're like, I'm bringing awareness. I'm like it's major news you're not showing it to anybody new like yeah. everybody already knows about it i know like fear-mongering is a big one like where people are like i need to post about this I'm like first of all your instagram profile is private well, and I, you you have 25 followers like you you're not getting anywhere with i just this. feel like you know for me a part of what i i feel like that is is attention seeking behavior oh it's, absolutely i hate it like i don't like it like i saw that with black lives matters as well everybody posted that little black square and i'm like but you never talk like i don't know yeah. like i understand the reason for like doing something like that but some people are just doing it to yeah. again virtue signal or get attention yeah, i hate people who like need attention like podcasters <laughs> should we hide yeah we should um but i get like because there are people like i like doing a podcast because it's like a creative outlet for me but i know yeah. people like i have a podcast just to have a podcast just to look at myself and i'm like okay i mean well i think you know i i think there's there there can be like blurred lines when it comes to doing something like we do where it's like you're you're out there you're putting themselves out there and like yes in a way that could be seeking attention but i think that there's a bigger message behind what you're doing and the consistency behind it it's not just personal validation it's entertainment it's all these yeah. other things if we want a personal validation we'd just be doing tiktok trends probably all the yeah time. yeah or i just post a bunch of bikini pics Right, yeah. I should start doing that. <laughs> Joy, what do you think? Bizarre. And I'm not saying that there's anything that's wrong bizarre. with that. No, you know, if but, you want to feel comfortable yeah. in your own body, that's cool. Yeah. But like, if you're only doing it for the sake of getting likes, like, yeah, that's a different ball game, you know. But then here's the thing. Like, here's the other side of the argument that, and this is turning into like a, a red pill, pink pill. I feel like this. I, I guess I have that effect on people. I just. <laughs> well, no, but it's okay. But like, so because people can say like, well, I don't know what your intentions are of posting that. Yeah. And that's. I mean, that's fair, but also. It's, I guess you shouldn't just assume intentions. Well, here's the thing that I, I think about. I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with attention or validation. I think we actually need it in order to develop healthy esteem, and it's part of human nature. Somehow that's been villainized nowadays. Now, I think that you can be de- – the dependency is where I tend to see a problem with it. Like if you are dependent on it, if you need that. Like, look, if you're a girl that doesn't have anything going on outside of the way that she looks, yeah, you're probably going to be pretty dependent on Instagram and do shit for clickbait, you know? Right. I think 50 Cent said – I think 50 Cent said, yeah, like if if all you have is your body, you're going to do some ho shit, you know? <laughs> right. So like – you know, um, but you understand kind of like what he's trying to say there, you know? Yeah. And like, so I'm looking up that quote. I'm seeing if, if he, he said, said, he said something like, like, I don't know if it was like leading with your body. Like, I don't, that wasn't how he started it, but it was like, you're going to do some ho shit. Something like that. Yeah. It says if your appearance is your largest asset. Yeah. You're going to do some ho shit. Yeah. 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 Um, but going back to like the whole validation thing, like the, you see people like TikTokers that like are doing TikTok dances like while their grandfather's on his like dying bed in oh the hospital. My God. Like that's that's got to be yeah, awful. or or like yeah, I or just... the people the people that get me and I see it all the time is like they post about their day and then they post like oh I had to go to the hospital today. I'm like okay, you obviously just want us to comment how bad for you. 
Yeah. Like, I, that's what you want. Like, I understand keeping a, a digital diary, like, but I have a journal, like, for a reason. I don't need to yeah. air out everything. I call those things, like, care responses. When people, what they're doing is, is they're asking for care. Every they're like is a prey. Care. Yeah. So. Pray. You remember that, Jory, in the Facebook days, the good old days? You'd be like, every like is one prayer we send to, to Africa. And you're like, what? that doesn't help. That doesn't do anything I for know, them. I know, I know. I'm like, wow, thank you for the 800,000 Facebook likes. I'm really appreciative of that. I know. Like, it doesn't do anything. I get wanting to make a difference and wanting to, like, help. But that, that, that that's not doing it. That's just... Well, I think I think there's a... Like, I think if you if you live that, if you're about it, you're about it outside of who's seeing it. Like, Correct. It's, it's how you're living your life on the daily, and your circle will know you as that person. Right. Like, if you have to showcase everything and put it out there, like, that, that your your intent isn't really help. It's Your intent is, I want to be seen as somebody good. I want to be seen as a helper. And it's for your own personal gain and validation. And the secondary gain is that somebody gets help from that. Yeah. I think when... And I saw... I think it was, like, a The Daily Show where they yeah. were talking about, oh, thoughts and prayers. Like, yeah, them, but don't forget about me. Yeah. It's like, this isn't about you we don't I need know. to think about you oh god yeah that kind of stuff grosses me out it does it does i like i i think that look we live in a society where we kind of have to we all do things for attention and i don't think that attention is bad it's right. kind of normal like kids want attention adults want attention it's how we receive care love praise like all those things are just fine and dandy but the dependency how you're using it your intent behind it those are the things i think that you got to pay attention to and I think for us, you can get down a really slippery slope. Like, for example, like I posted, I posted a YouTube short earlier and it did like 2,500 views in the first hour. And I was like, mm. oh, yes, this is great. And I was like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Let's put the phone down for five seconds. Yeah. Let's go sit in the sun. That's good we'll that back. you can check yourself like that. I like, try to, cause I, yeah. oftentimes I can't. And but I, that's I have to but you're aware it. of it though, and yeah. I think that's the first step is because you can't change something that you don't acknowledge, right? And so the fact that you're aware that that's a vulnerability that already puts you at an advantage, even if you're not perfect at it. The fact that you're aware of it, you're willing to change it, and you're willing to check yourself, even if you fall down the rabbit hole, that that's you're further along than most. Yeah, and I am. Uh, I'm probably helping some people's addictions here. <laughs> you included. I cut. I cut your clips today, and you're gonna post them, and you're gonna be like, "Yes." <laughs> so I I'm love. No I love my I'm clips. I'm an enabler. No, I love it. I do love it. It's, I'm an you guys enabler. Are, you guys are great at what you do. Thank you. We appreciate. Really, you really good that. at what you do. I we love it. We try to be right, Jory. We try. We certainly try. Yeah, it's such a nice family here. I love that's, it. That's and that's what you know. We're all about vibes here. Um, yeah. So this next one says. The I'm not going to pronounce that the the ice little people urban legend for every state. So this is Alaska's urban legend. We are the reason you should not come to Alaska. Hello, my name is Urban. I am one of the Ursamot people. We live deep in the mountains of Yupik territory, in deep underground caves and lairs. We spend our days fishing and hunting. Unless we are interrupted, although we are little, we can still do terrible things to you. When any hunters come through and disturb these lands, we get very territorial. We will lure you off the path. Are they children or are they adults? I think they're gnomes. Gnomes? Okay. We will appear and offer you help. And if you accept, it will be the biggest mistake you ever make. We will take you deeper into the bush and tie you up in a tree. Then we will throw rocks at you, poke you, laugh at you, and leave you to the wild wolves and bears to return you to Mother Nature. So if you're ever in Yupik territory, be respectful and do not disturb our land. Are they just Only doing this for the hunters? 
I think so. I think it's an urban legend, but with the way it stems, because like most urban legends stem from like a precaution. So precaution is like, hey, don't be an asshole and litter in nature. Right, right. But then it turned into like, like you get that one stubborn person. You're like, oh, yeah. you haven't heard about the these the gnomes the, that kill you and yeah. like throw rocks at you and poke you. Okay. Yeah. Do you believe in that? Do you believe that? Some of them I do. Okay. Some of them I do. Like skinwalkers, I believe in. Okay. Have you heard of those? I think I, I've heard of, um, what are they? Wendigo? No, it's something else. It's like where they change. Shapeshifters. Yeah, so it's, this is the same it's thing. The same so, thing? But skinwalkers is a Native American thing. And they're actually okay. very like, that's like a big no-no to what talk is this? about. It. Do we not talk about no, it? No, I've talked okay. about it a ton. Um, so skinwalker is like a person that has been like, they're like a like a spiritual bad person. Oh, okay. And I think it's like they've either like killed a family member or ate a family member, like cannibalism. Mm. But then they're able to change into like an animal. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's like the same thing. Yeah. Like shapeshifters. Mm -hmm. Okay. But this is like rooted in like very like urban legend with like Native Americans. I don't know. Like I, last time I did a real deep dive video on this when the, was when this channel started back in 2020. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to brush up again. But yeah, I know it's like I have some friends that are in Arizona and they're they're Native American and mm -hmm. they're northern Arizona. And I asked them, they're like, yeah, please don't ever mention that again. And I was really? like, okay, okay, I know not to ask you guys about that. Like, it's Jeez. serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's one I believe in. Uh, another urban, one that's crazy that I'm, I'm learning more about is if you look, there's a map of all of the cave systems in the United States. And then mm -hmm. if you look, there's another map of missing persons and they almost directly line up. That is so interesting to me. You yeah. know, they have that with like the Bermuda Triangle and they have that. Oh my God. They have this with like two. The, do, you have, do you know that there's two Stonehenges? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and they align perfectly through the center. Like, yeah. oh, just stuff like that just yeah. blows my mind. So you're going to hate me for this. But so the Bermuda Triangle is actually not as scary as it seems. So if you were to look at all nautical accidents mm -hmm. in the world, the Bermuda Triangle is like 0.1%. So Why is that so popular then? Because it just, it, it was back in the time when like in the 40s and 50s when stuff was like, oh, these people disappeared there and it just carried this urban mm. legend and it just grew and grew. So not as bad as it seems? Yeah. Well, that makes me actually feel better. Yeah. There's like another one in Alaska that's like the triangle in Alaska. It's like the mm -hmm. same thing where a lot mm -hmm. of planes go down, but I think it's a lot of like inclement weather. Yeah. It needs to be a really good pilot and like time it correctly. Oof. One that I like believe in, but also I can see another aspect is Bigfoot. Okay. So that I've one, always wondered about Bigfoot. So I've had a Sasquatch researcher on the show okay. and he lives in Colorado and he says that he sees them all the time. Like there's multiple. Are they human or are they animal or are they like in between? He says that they're a dimensional being because he said he's seen so one. So like aliens? Kinda. Yeah. Okay. And so he said he's seen one open a zipper in, in time and just walk through a portal. And Joy's See, looking I at believe, me the same way that I looked at this I, guy. Look, I believe in stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't, like, really... I went deep down the rabbit hole in, like, the UFO files mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Do you, and do, have you seen the ones that are submerged under the water? Yeah. Come, God. We did... Uh, when they had the... Did you watch the, the Congre congressional hearing when they finally released, like, okay... No, I didn't. I watched I watched uh, one of the whistleblowers. I watched yeah. it. I watched a thing that he did, but I didn't see the full... Like, yeah, so we live-streamed it here. Oh. We watched it in the moment, and actually, John was on it, and George was on it with me, and we streamed at seven a.m. our time. We we live streamed it, but that's they're eight, like saying it's they're literally saying that it, it's yeah. real, yeah. yeah, and they have the bodies as well, yeah, and they, they, they released they had, them. Well, they haven't said that, but they said that they had they that they recovered biologics. No, they they site. have pictures of them, like of the body. They actually released some alien bodies. You'll if have it, to look it up. There were five of them, I believe, and they're little tiny things. Were they like the white? 
Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so that's the one from Mexico that's already been disproven. Wait. There's the okay, one. Okay. Try to try to. Is this really true? Like, cause there, like, there was. Um, I know that they just released some. Yeah. This, to the are public. you talking about this one? You pulled this one up. Yes. Yeah, they're so that been was, disproven. Yeah. What? So the guy that did it has been known to like what? make up shit all the time in Mexico. Yeah. I'm so bummed right yeah, now. You are you kidding you, me? Look at that. You can tell that's paper mache. Okay, it did look a little funky. Yeah. But I didn't know if it was like mummified. Like I didn't know if they were like mummifying the bodies yeah. kind of thing to like preserve them. Yeah. That's what Jory, I thought. You know you and I both made something like that in elementary school. In okay, so did they actually release the bodies or no? No, absolutely. You, okay. The world would fall apart if we did that. Well, I thought that they yeah, I mean, I guess They so. did so they did say that they did admit that they are a threat to national security. That they are? Yeah. In this hearing, they said that. This was months but ago. But I've heard so many. Uh, there's this one guy that I watch on the UFO files, and he's like, no, they're not. They're just trying to groom you, basically, to be scared of them. Well, they're actually yes. here to help. Well, I don't believe that. So if you look at, there have been UFO sightings forever in history. Yes, yeah. But here in America, if you look, they really didn't start happening until the, until the 40s when the Manhattan Project started, which is when we started doing nuclear testing. Mm -hmm. And so the theory behind that is that with the nuclear test, it sent out like a particle into the, into the universe and we're not able to identify it, but these beings are because they're obviously much more advanced, hence why they're able to come here. And they go, oh shit, these people have nuclear weapons. We got to go check on these monkeys that are, because that's where we are, really. Like, look at these primates living on this planet that are territorial and extremely aggressive. That is mm -hmm. humans. And so I feel that they've been observing us. They're kind of like, it's like, you know, it's like ha like prison almost. Do they, like, think, ah, are they, do you, they think that, but the government says that they're hostile? I, I They didn't necessarily say that they were hostile. What they said is that they Really what it is is they don't understand their intention. It's kind of like if somebody just kind of walks up on you and you're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. They'll just show up like during testing ranges and testing missions and stuff like that. Austin, have you heard about the yellow book? The yellow book. What? Look that up. Go down, yellow... that, go down that rabbit hole. The yellow book. Mm -hmm. The yellow book. History of the Aliens on Earth by Gil Carlson. Okay. So the yellow book is something that apparently it's like alien technology that they gave to, I don't know if they gave it to the United States. No, no, no. That's a book. There's a, there's a, there is a book called the yellow book, but there is a book that is like instructions from the alien that, it, that has this crazy technology in it that, uh, they did a trade with the U S government. One of the whistleblowers said, and it's called the yellow book. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Okay. Yeah. I'm not seeing it, but that's correct. I mean, that would make that be i wouldn't surprise me if we had something like that yeah so apparently um and this was from one of the whistleblowers that he that i was uh, listening to and he said um he did a whole like speech on it and he said this is alien technology that they did a trade with the u.s government on and it's called the yellow book um and when i tried to find it all i found was that thing as well that, that well yeah because if the government has it and he's yeah. whistleblowing it's not going to be out there yeah. the yellow book whistleblow let's see yeah can... there it's he, it was oh it was a long time ago um, oh the orion cube that sounds pretty familiar actually what does he look like no, no, that's just what it's, they're, they're saying, the Yellow Book, a.k.a. the Orion Cube. I don't know. Let's see, there's a TikTok about it. Oh, no, these are the people that are, like, deep into it, like, deep, deep into it. Mm. I'll have to look into that, because that's interesting, yeah. for sure. 
definitely have to look into that. But yeah, I mean, it's very ignorant to think that we are the only life form out in the universe. Based yeah, I don't how, think that we are. Based on how science works, like and how we were carbon-based life forms, that we have identified other planets that have the same yeah. compounds. We, there was a... I, I got to pull it up. I, I think, Jory, maybe you, you pulled it up last time, but there is... NASA discovered like a week or two ago a planet out there with city lights. City lights? Yeah, here. here. So this is from NASA.gov. No. NASA, NASA's web finds... You can full screen this. NASA's web finds signs of possible uh, aurorae on isolated brown dwarf. So Get image... out of here. So based on all the data they pulled, this is the composition, like the artist rendering of what they are seeing. So they're seeing like this ring up here. Well, that's something, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and so that's how they're they're doing atmospheric methane checks, and they're able to see this 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 increase in methane. Wow. Yeah. Man, that would be so cool. Yeah. All right, Joy, we can we can take it back. Um. Yeah. So that was like a few weeks ago, literally, that they were like, "Hey, wow, we found this." But, uh, I don't think this video is about aliens. Um. But let's get back to this. So this one says the company can't keep the the night shift position filled because of the paranormal encounters. Tim is one of the few who will continue to work at this facility at night. It's always at night, and it's always at like the the like uh, graveyards. Like there was a video we saw, like one of our first episodes of this, and like this guy was in there, and you hear like screaming. Mm. There's nobody in there. When he realizes what Tim he's looking at, Tim is a maintenance worker at an industrial plant, and while working on a maintenance request one night, encounters something. Oh, God, I can't. This section of the plant has no working light bulbs, which is the reason why he was there in the first place. His only light source was a large flashlight that he had placed on the ground behind him so that he could work with both hands. But hold a camera? Ooh. A door had opened and closed by itself right in front of him. I would not be... Tim goes to open the door, thinking oh. it's probably just someone from the crew trying to prank him. But then he heard it. <laughs> Hearing a strange laugh from behind him, he whips the camera around, and there's no one there. And he pans down. Oh no! Oh fuck that! <laughs> Don't! I can't! I literally can't! Oh my god, no! Was that real? Is that real? Did he open the door? Yeah, he he kicked it open. Where he saw the feet? Yeah. Jory, you working there anymore? Fuck I'm just, that! I'm oh. confused though. Like, the feet just disappeared, or I don't know. Here's the thing, the reason, okay, so here's what gets me is like with these videos, like being an editor, I'm always looking for cuts, I'm always looking for like, how do they do that? And it's always suspicious when they're looking at something and then they turn and then they come that's back and it's when I. That's kind of when I thought too, I was like, yeah. he had time to like, but it's scary for sure. Yeah, for sure. And somebody could have been hiding behind the door, just opening it and closing it really quick and then, because it's not like he checked behind the door when he yeah. came in. Possible. Yeah, there's a... Do you ever watch the paranormal shows ever? I used to watch a lot of them, but then it got really... Which ones did you watch? And it just freaked me out. 
I watched Ghost Hunters. The OG, like the Taps guys. Um, I think so. I think that's like I, I had the bald guy and. I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's what I grew. That's the reason why I have this channel now. Is that yeah, show. I used to watch Ghost Hunters, and then um, I think that's kind of the main one that I would watch. But I was always very interested in supernatural, so I'm familiar with other things besides uh, Ghost Hunting. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to ask you. I had like a, okay. I had like a whole th reason yeah. I was going to ask. Damn, Jory, I just, I forgot it. That's on me, man. That's <laughs> okay. That's on me. So this next one says shocking things found on an autopsy. Shocking things ever found in an autopsy examination. Trigger warning, a good majority of autopsies performed exhibit one of many run-of-the-mill issues, but every once in a blue moon, the medical examiner begins dissecting to find a shock of a lifetime. One coroner received the body of a deceased middle-aged woman who died while seeking care at an emergency. They find just frogs. red flags <laughs> on her external examination, he made the Y-shaped incision and one by one began examining her organs. Aside from a slight amount of fluid in her lungs, everything looked unremarkable until he reached her bubbles. As he carefully cut into them to take a peek around, he found something that made him feel like he was in the twilight zone. He couldn't believe his eyes, and frankly, it gave him a bit of a startle. Lodged deep inside of her intestines was a decaying dead mouse. Aside oh. from the decomposition, it was still completely intact. It created a complete blockage, and further testing confirmed that it caused a catastrophic infection. He found her cause of death, but how it got there remains a mystery. I shudder at the possibilities. I can't even begin to hypothesize this one. I don't know how you can swallow a rat. Maybe it crawled up the other way. Well, I mean, no, because it was in her digestive tract. You know, that means it has to go down this way. Can't go the other way, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. And what if she swallowed it while she was sleeping? I feel like you would know well, something that large. Prob probably, but we are technically, I think, we're, we swallow like a total of like eight spiders in our lifetime mm -hmm. during our sleep. Oh, no. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's way more than that. Oh, I think it's like God. so many per year. God, that's terrifying. How many spiders do people eat in their sleep? And how, and does, how does one actually document and like, like say, yep, it's eight? <laughs> like, how does somebody even do that? So, so, so Washington Post says the claim that as many as eight spiders a year crawl in your mouth while sleeping has been repeated many times. But is it true? Ugh. Um, no, it's probably not. So your open, moist mouth isn't appealing to spiders. Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, the odds are against it. That's good. That makes yeah. me feel better. Yeah. So no, I, I guess it's not true. Sorry, Jory. Actually, you probably feel better about that knowing that now you're like, hey, I don't have to deal with that. I feel a lot better about it. <laughs> so this is our last video for okay. tonight. Let's see what this one is. This one just says nuclear. Oh, this one says how to survive nuclear Armageddon. <laughs> PSA from the 90s. Now, here's the thing. Nuclear fallout, and Jory, you might be able to do a test of this being a veteran, but I have heard nuclear fallout is not as bad as it was back then because the technology is different in terms of nukes. Like, the the half-life of radiation is, it, there's not as much with nukes that we use today. I wouldn't know anything, but I would say it's probably just as bad. It's a well, I mean, getting hit by a nuke is going to suck no matter what. The explosion is bigger. Right. But I think it's because now we're not using the hydrogen bomb. We're using like a different kind of bomb. And the hydrogen bomb was like dirty. So it just shot a lot of radiation in the air. Oh, this one. But so this is from the 80s. So they're probably going to talk about like you have to run and be aware of nuclear fallout. 
warning may come quite unexpectedly. We will now tell you what to do if a warning sounds when you are at home. And then we will explain what to do if you are out of doors. First, if you are at home. If attack is imminent, you will hear the attack sound like this. Nightmare fuel. <laughs> so take cover at once. Send your young children to the fallout room then go quickly and turn off the gas I love fallout. and the electricity at the mains. Close down stoves. Damp down fires. Shut windows. And draw curtains. Then go to your fallout room and stay there. If the fallout warning sounds are heard, they will be like these. What are these noises from? should now move yourself and your family to the safest area in your fallout room. That is, you should get inside your inner refuge and stay there. After two days, the danger from fallout will get less, but don't take any risks by contact with it. The longer you stay in your refuge, the better it will be for you. Listen to your radio. Stay where you are and keep listening to your radio. Now, this is what you should do if you are out of doors when the warning sounds. Does that mean outside? <laughs> yeah, out of doors. When you hear the attack. At least he's giving you options. <laughs> I would say you want to run as close to the blast as possible, so it's just vaporized. <laughs> it's instant. You won't even just know. Just get happens. it over quickly. Yep, and then you make like a cool pose. So you're like etched on a wall. I mean, like, is this really what? Like, they're like, yeah, stay inside your house. Like, a nuclear weapon won't blow you up inside your house. Like, right. Well, I mean, it depends on how close to the blast you are. I guess. If you cannot reach home in ten minutes, take cover in the nearest building. If there is no building nearby, try to find some solid cover. Like that's gonna help. Yeah. If there is no solid cover, lie flat in a ditch or a hole and cover your head, face, and hands as fast as you can with some of your clothes. If you hear the fallout warning, the nearest and best cover as quickly as you can. But before entering the building or cover, 
brush or shake off any fallout dust you may have picked up and get rid of it. And make sure to keep all your bottle caps. <laughs> or outer clothing if you can. Stay undercover. When the all clear sounds like this. How do you know you're not getting nuked again? Like that's what I, I would know. think. No, they're like, okay, it's over. Fallout for the time being, and that you can go out again. But keep listening for further warnings, or to your radio for further advice. Interesting. I feel like none of this helps you. So, yeah. If there's a nuke coming in your city, like you just. Is what it is. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, also, like, they lost me with the first 10 seconds of that commercial. I was already well, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, who's going to really stick it out to see? Like, I yeah. don't know. Did we make it? No, I'm, I'm probably not going to make it. Like, <laughs> like, the nuclear, like, let's look up current nuclear blast radius. Yeah. Like, I just want to see, like, because I think it's a couple miles. It's got to be. Nuke map. By Alex Well, Okay, so we can pull this up full screen. So this is cool. So let's select where we are. If we can. I don't think we can. Uh, can we not pick? Oh, okay. We can select our city. Okay, here we are. Okay. What's the damage? Uh, let's go like... I want to see if like North Korea. Let's go North Korea, okay? Let's go like, like an actual the, enemy. The, the, that it's coming from North yeah, Korea. Yeah, yeah. So this okay. is this says this is was tested by them in 2013. Okay. Uh. So we can have airburst, surface radioactive fallout, casualties. Let's just detonate. Okay, so this area is fucked. <laughs> like, okay. This area. Let's go surface. Okay, let's go radioactive fallout. Ooh. Ah, it's going that way. We're fine here where we're okay. at. Now, let's go with what we currently have, which is the W78, which is a Minuteman 3. Let's do that one. What's that? That's what we currently have in our arsenal. That's okay. I've US. never even heard of that before. Oh, okay. my God. It's like three times the size. Is it really? Yeah. So, like, here. Okay, so look at this one. This is the center of Vegas right here. Okay. So, let's look at that. Now, I'm going to go back to the North Korea one. And we're going to hit detonate. Look at how much smaller that is. Yeah. And how much more it has to zoom okay. in. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> and then, like, we can see the Hiroshima one. Or the, let's see the Fat Man, because that's bigger. Slightly bigger than what North Korea has. So this is what we dropped in Japan. Okay. So from the center of downtown, which I feel like, Jory, not to give away secrets here, but I feel like they wouldn't drop it there. No. They would drop it at Nellis. No, yeah. They oh. would drop it at Nellis, for sure. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, so the biggest one on here is 350 kilotons. Mm. If we go radioactive fallout on ours, yeah, casualties. Let's do that again. So estimated casualties in this area would be 152,830 people dead as soon as it hits, with Jeez. another 446,690 injured. That's massive. That's massive. Yeah. Uh, I think we're still... Oh, no, it hits us. Okay. Does it? It hits the studio right here. 
Damn. <laughs> Jory, damn it. We, we're not safe. We're just here. on the tail end of it, too. Yeah, it hits my house for sure. I'm trying to see if it hits my house, but I can't see that far. I'm southwest. Yeah, so like here? Yeah, I think I'm in the clear. Are you past the 215? Are you like farther past, south? I'm past it, yeah. Yeah, so this is the 215 I'm in right the here. clear. <laughs> not in a, you're not, still not having a good time because I'm pretty sure the yeah. shockwave is still yeah. going to do something. Like your windows are going to be at least busted. Done, yeah. God, and that's, that's expensive. That's just insane. So yeah, like let's be real here. Like if a, if I, I don't know if, if Russia possesses what we have. Oh, excuse me. I was wrong. <laughs> There's more. There's bigger ones. Oh, jeez. So the largest USSR bomb design tested. Let's go tested. Okay. This is the largest one they've tested. Oh, my God. Vegas is gone. Wow. Vegas is obliterated. So that is Estimated 1.4 million dead. 356,000. That, that's like going into California almost. Boulder City it? is gone. Pahrump is okay. Mount Charleston's gone. Um, The Red Rock is gone. Wow. And then the fallout just goes straight into St. George. Look at that. That's nuts. But let's see the biggest uh, designed by Russia. So this is twice the size. Yeah. That went that's, into California. Yeah, this is California right here. It's almost to Baker. Wow. Moapa Valley is gone. God, it's almost to Mesquite. That's terrifying. So like that is how bad it would be if they dropped mm. currently what they have. Um... Do you guys remember the the like the incident where we almost launched nukes at each other, no. and a guy saved us? I think it was during the Cold War. Like there was a like a mistake, like impulse sent, and it was like, oh, they're sending nukes. And so the guy on the Russian side was like, I don't think that's real. And oh. thankfully he did say that because it ended up not being true. But somebody, anybody else would have been like, yep, all right, we're going to war. Wow. Um. And so I think this is this one right here. This one I'm about to do. It's almost deton almost accidentally detonated. Oh, yeah. Vegas is gone. Wow. That's so, like, harrowing that. to think about. I know. Just one little thing like that could have just changed, like, the course of so much. Yeah. And the fall... Oh, that goes way into uh, into Utah. Wow. Cedar City is gone. St. George is, is getting fallout. Oh, you can, you can set it, too. Well, all right, everybody. I hope that you can uh, go to sleep well tonight after hearing about all that. But, Jamie, I want to say thank you so much for coming yes, on. Yes, thank you I'm so glad we were me. able to have you on. Where can people find you? What do you got going on these days? Well, um, you can find me at the Pink Pill Podcast. Um, I am a therapist, um, so I am taking a few clients as well. So you can reach out to my Instagram if you would like to book um, therapy or coaching as well. That's super cool. Yeah, and how much do you... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've heard before, and I was like, I can't hire Miss Jamie Lynn, but you can because she's really good. Um, I should probably go back to therapy, though. Being realistic, like, I probably You know should. what? Like, if you think about it, we, we spend money on frivolous things all the time. Like, how many times do girls get their eyelashes done or nails done, right? And that, How many times do we go get Taco Bell? Right, and all that stuff really I is... could at least pay for one Jamie Lynn session if I just didn't go to Taco Bell for a week. I'll talk to you anytime, Austin. Oh, okay. All right, cool. See, that's what you also need to do. Just have a podcast and have a network and just have people part of it you don't have to pay for anything like jory and i are going to make music if we need intros jory makes them uh jamie's going to give me free therapy uh the next door neighbor's going to give me free physical therapy you just got to bring taco bell okay oh, pff, oh, okay yeah absolutely like okay so let's eat our feelings while we discuss them it's not a healthy coping mechanism but it's better than like drugs even though this basically is a drug but 
But uh, Jory, thank you so much, man, for for engineering as always. Uh, shut yourself out. Where can people find you? Of course, Instagram official M A Y Z I M. People are gonna be shocked when they follow him. And they're like, "Yo, this is this dude is doing the damn thing musically. He's a he's an icon. He just doesn't know it yet. He's an icon." But thank you so much to our sponsor, Puffy Slippers, for helping us out. You can use the code Bizarre at puffyslippers.com and get fifteen percent off your entire order. Uh, if you want to become or help the channel out more, you can become a member on YouTube or Facebook for as little as 99 cents a day. Or actually, excuse me, that's a lot. 99 cents a month. And you can get access to cut content that you won't see unless you're a member. You'll get access to episodes like this early before anybody else can see them, as well as a bunch of other things. So you can check that out in the link in the description. But until next time, everybody, stay bizarre.